Chelsea Bay. And I'm Shay. Together, we are Fulfillment. Fulfillment is a storytelling event featuring local community leaders and entrepreneurs who share their personal journey towards fulfillment through vocation that will challenge you to come alive. The following stories are true and no one's identity has been protected. Here's Fulfillment Stories podcast number 63. Sue Curta took up cheese making as a hobby while working in corporate finance in New York City. She now lives on a historic 1867 farm in Kingsley, Michigan, where she started her own company, Boss Mouse Cheese, in 2012. Using pasteurized cow's milk from a small local dairy, Boss Mouse produces aged cheeses, cheese curds, and mozzarella, and their legendary smoked butter. Here's Sue's story from the January 2019 event. So 1985... I'm on a commuter train from Grand Central Station up to Portchester, New York, where I lived with my sister. And I was 20, and I was really punk. Uh, I had a cut-off kilt on and fishnets and, like, huge hair and attitude. And I was on this train, and this woman was across from me, and she liked my skirt. And so we started to chat. And I you know, said, what do you do? We're chatting. And she worked at a recording studio. And I loved two things when I was a kid. I loved punk rock and I loved fashion. And so she said she worked at a recording studio and I'm like, oh my, really? And I was like, man, I love, I love music so much. How do you get into that industry? How do you, how do you work at a recording studio? I'm, I'm crazy for music, how do you do it? And she said, as a matter of fact, we've got an opening. And so I became a receptionist uh, at the Record Plant Recording Studios in New York City, which is a really famous place. John Lennon recorded Imagine there, Aerosmith, Jimi Hendrix. It's long gone, but it was a pretty iconic uh, recording studio. And that was the first job in what would become a 10-year career in music, in the music industry. And I love I loved music. I'm still a huge rock and roll fan, music fan, and um, worked in recording studios, worked at some record labels, Worked for a year in London, England. Um, and the last five years of my career in music was in the field office of Polygram Records in Des Plaines, Illinois, outside of Chicago. And I was a secretary. I always own that word secretary. I hate the word administrative assistant. I think it's really patronizing. And secretaries run everything. So I, I own my secretary <laughs> career. It's true. Um, so the record industry years were really fun. I saw a ton of bands. and made friends and just, just to dream if you love rock and roll. But you know, the older I got, the sex and drugs and rock and roll thing is real. And it's, it, the older I got, the less tolerance I had for that. That was never what drew me to it. So I was starting to look for a change. And this is pre-internet days, right? So I used to live in downtown Chicago and I'd stand on the L platform out in Dust Plains and I'd look at the Chicago skyline and I'd look down there and I'd think, man, there must be some company down in one of those buildings that needs a great secretary. So with no internet, where do you go find out? So I went to the library and I pulled out this directory of companies, Chicago companies, and it was A through Z. So we're in the A's. I find this company called A.T. Carney, and it was a management consulting firm in Chicago. And I cold called them and said, like, do you need a great secretary? I got a job there. And I was hired, this is so embarrassing, they had, they had an in-house temp pool, and they were called floaters. 
So I got hired as a floater at A.T. Kearney. Um, <laughs> so, but it was a great company. I, love, I still love that company. I spent years there. But that was my entrance into the corporate world. While I was doing this, I always had a ton of hobbies. That's something I'm, I'm here to talk to you about tonight is your personal interests. Um, on this, I used to brew beer, like Courtney used to brew beer. Uh, still loved music. Um, I was a fitness teacher for about 15 years. Um, <laughs> and uh, loved rock and just, you know, loved cooking, had a bunch of personal interests. So I'm at A.T. Kearney in Chicago and uh, also met my husband, my former husband at that time too. So life was good. Um, we moved back to New York City because I stayed with A.T. Kearney. He wanted to go back to New York. I said, sure, let's go back to New York. So now we go back to New York, and I was teaching a fitness, I was with A.T. Carney, but I was teaching a fitness class down at American Express. American Express is part of the World Trade Center, and the towers were one and two, MX is three. So I'd work at A.T. Carney in Midtown, but I'd go down and teach fitness at night, and I had this class at Amex, and I heard that the CFO of American Express needed a secretary. And I thought, you know what? I've I'm going to throw my hat in that ring. I've got, I've got the stuff. I could do that. I've, I totally had the confidence to go, I'm going to go get it. So I got, I got the job. So now I'm assisting, like Courtney said, Fortune, Fortune 50 company. And that's, some of you I'm sure have worked in corporate offices. That was a, it's a very conservative company. It was very serious. You could never make a mistake. You had to dress kind of, you had to dress up, but you had to dress kind of down. And it was, it was hard. But I met a, my boss was a, a great guy. And a couple years in, he left Amex to go even higher. He became the CFO of Citigroup. And Citigroup is Fortune 30, I think. Just Citigroup owns Citibank, who are the biggest bank in the world. So he and I went to Citigroup. I can't even believe that was me in that job. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was 07 and 08, and that's a whole nother time that I'll talk to you about being at Citigroup during those times, but I was. So, um, still had hobbies. I was married at this time and teaching fitness. I got my first dog. And my friend Amy took me to Murray's Cheese, which is a, one of the best cheese shops in the world, and I took a wine and cheese course. And I loved it. And I was down there with my friends and trying wine and cheese, and I thought, you know, I could make some of this at home. I could make some. I'm going to try making some cheese at home. So I started doing kitchen sink cheese, you know, which all of you should try to do too. I made cottage cheese and yogurt and stuff that you can make at home. And I really liked it. I really enjoyed cheese making. Um, and uh, in the spirit of that, just getting more into it, I thought, boy, how could I get more into cheese making? How could I explore this further. So I signed up for like a cheesemaker, beginner's cheesemaker weekend, you know, up in upstate New York or whatever. And so I started on my weekends now. I'm at Citigroup, but on the side, still teaching fitness. We bought a house in New Jersey, and I'd go up and I'd do cheese stuff on the weekends. So I'd go to the farm, or I'd go milk goats, or I'd go, you know, take beginner cheese or intermediate cheese, and I'd, I'd come back Monday morning <laughs> to work. <laughs> I'd come back to work and I was, I was so happy. I'd, I'd come back, to, you know, Monday morning, you're all talking at work about, like, how was your weekend? What did you all do this weekend and stuff? And I'd be like, oh, man, I was milking goats and I was in this cheese cave and it was great. You know, and I was so, ha I was so having so much fun with this cheese hobby. And my colleagues at Citigroup 
were highly successful people. These are people that are highly paid, you know, really educated people. And they would talk with me and they'd go, man, Sue, that's so cool. I wish I knew what I was passionate about, you know? And that's such a learning point and it's something I know a little thing about and I want to share it with you. Citigroup was a great job. I loved working there. And, and something I learned working there was your day job doesn't have to fill up your soul. It's cool if it does. You know, we're going to talk about that in a minute. But if you have a day job with like nice colleagues and a boss that respects you and you can go to work, life is so vast. You can get a lot of fulfillment and uh, personal and like fill, up, you know, fill up your soul and do stuff for love that's not at your day job. So if you don't love your day job, it's okay. If you hate your day job, one of, the, one of y'all said that, get out of it. You, know, ch- you can change that. But don't look at your day job sometimes as the source of what's going to fill you up. Okay? But, so I was getting so psyched about cheese, and my colleagues didn't know. And kind of one of the things I wanted to talk to you about tonight, but it's my challenge or my, my invitation to you at the end of this about how to find passion. It's more than, I hate memes that say, like, chase your passion. Like, uh, all right. Like, <laughs> I, I'd like to, ha- how? You know, we all want to do that. <laughs> so the more I'm getting into cheese, the next thing I wanted to do, I thought I've kind of gone as far as I can go before maybe building a little cheese room in my house or something. And the more I'd go up to the country, I was spending time at farms and spending time in the country, spending time around animals, and I was really falling in love with this lifestyle. But you know what I was aware of? I was away from my life. And you know how sometimes, and this happens to all of y'all, when you're on vacation, you'll be in Florida, or you'll be on you know, even Mackinac Island or something, and you're, you're on vacation, and you're like, you know, we could move here. <laughs> like, I wonder, I wonder what real estate costs. I, we should live here, you know? <laughs> and it's not real. You're just away from your life, right? So I was really cognizant of that. I thought, I'm up in these farms, and I like goats, and I'm... And something else was happening, too. My marriage was going bad at the same time. So that, you know, I was aware that that was happening, too. So I thought the next step I want to do, I really want to, I really want to go live in the country for a longer period of time and, and try out this farming lifestyle that I think I like. So I looked for an apprenticeship. And I found one on a rural, rural farm in, in Maine who did aged cheese, but they hand milk goats. And I asked my fabulous boss at Citigroup if I could take a three-month leave of absence, and he said yes. So off I went to Bolsters Mills, Maine, and I, I really, really fell in love. Like, that, that sealed the deal. That was the aha moment. And it wasn't just being away from New York. It was like what you said about being in the woods, the gentleman that won the thing. Being outside, and I love animals, and I just was like, that's it. So now this is 09, and my boss left Citigroup. So he's gone now. I'm still there, but I was already on to the next thing. My marriage was done, and I was starting to want to change my lifestyle. My mom and dad, my mom's right here, you guys, who I love very much. <laughs> I bet you all, a lot of you have met her. She's at, she's at all the farmer's markets with me, and um, my mom and dad are my biggest supporters. They just are behind me no matter what crazy stuff I've come through. Um, so they lived in Mackinac City. They had a house in Mackinac City in the 80s and 90s. So I was coming up north. And um, um, so I thought, I'm going to move. I'm going to 
get a buyer's agent in Traverse City, Michigan, and try to find a farm. And I did. And so my buyer's agent, I'm in New York City, and he sends me this listing for this old farm in Kingsley, Michigan. I'd never heard of Kingsley, Michigan. Go Stags. Right? Um, <laughs> And it was almost like, a, like, a, like a, a dating app or something. I saw the farm and I'm like, that's the place, that, that's it. And I still live there, I, I, that's the one. So bought my farm, changed everything. And so now I've done 10 years record industry, 10 years corporate America, and now I come up here not quite sure what I'm doing, but I'm changing, right? Left my marriage, left New York, bought a farm, I'm near my folks. And here's the last thing I encountered up here, I couldn't find a job. And I bet a lot of you up here have been through that too. I had no idea that the job market's kind of bad up here. I never, never, I've thought I'm so employable and I'd never been unemployed. That didn't never happen to me. So I met with this horrible recruiter. <laughs> and she, um, I'm so proud of my resume, right? That's, that's a badass resume. I've been, I, I have game, like that, that was, I'm so proud of my career. And we sat down at Cup of Joe, and she, before she even looked at my resume before anything, with her finger going like this, she goes, first of all, no one's gonna hire you with those tattoos. And, it, and if, I, <laughs> if I was the woman then that I am now, I would have gotten up and left, but I was new here. You know, I didn't know anybody, and I didn't know the game, and, and just for some more comedy, she looked like right, like from the movie, like secretary, like 80s, tons of makeup, 80s, really ugly suit, like maybe that's what I was supposed to look like. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> what I did do, though, is I started making cheese in my barn. Nef Boss Mouse cheese wasn't even a idea. I just wanted to make cheese on the side. And the thing is, in Michigan, we're, we don't have a very um, robust cheese scene here. Our dairy laws are really, really restrictive in the state of Michigan, whether it's not many cheesemakers up here. But I never even was going to be a cheesemaker. I just wanted to make cheese on the side. But in Michigan, just to sell at the farmer's market, you have to be licensed. So I started building a dairy room uh, with the help of my, my dad. And uh, just to get cheese to sell at the farmer's market. And that was Boss Mouse Cheese 2012, but I, I got a job at Haggerty Insurance finally, where I spent three and a half years, loved it there, still have some, there's some friends in the room here from Haggerty, and um, so I was going to Haggerty in the daytime, and I'd come home at night and I'd make cheese, and that's a bad idea. <laughs> I have a big sign in Boss Mouse that says, don't make cheese at night, and it's true, because cheese takes hours and hours, and I'd come home from work, but, but you know when you're, I loved it, and when you're trying to do something new, you gotta hustle, right? So I'd come home from work, and in the middle, you know, so much of cheese making, I, would, I used to um, bring a pillow out there, because so much of it is like waiting around <laughs> like for things. But I'd make cheese at night, go to Haggerty in the daytime. So that was 2012. Brought cheese to the market in 2012. 2013. 2014, we're starting to make enough money that I'm like, oh my god, I, I think I can quit my day job. Like I never, that was never my end game. Hand to God, I never, had any idea that would happen. I just, nah, I, can't, I still can't believe it. Um, so again, with the support of my mom and dad and my friends, they were like, do it! You know, so I, I quit and I, and I haven't looked back. And so I've done Boss Mouse uh, since then. We've grown a little bit every year. I have six seasonal employees who I pay really well and I love, love, my, love my staff. Like you were saying, your team is everything. So are my, my staff. And um, that brings me to kind of what I 
more than a challenge, what I want to invite you to do. Everything I just told you about, I got a job at a recording studio because I talked to a stranger, right? I got a job, a good corporate job, because I made a cold call, you know? And cheese making was just something that turned me on. And the whole thing about finding what you're passionate about and what turns you on, because those people that I worked with the city group that didn't know, they had everything. They had money and success and great jobs and didn't know passion. It's kind of like love. It's, it's all around you. You can be watching TV and be like, oh man, like, I can't stop watching this documentary about turtles. Like, oh my god, like I'm crazy about turtles. Or, or you know, Courtney found it with, with kombucha and you do, you know, meditation. You have 10 companies and so great. And, and Jazz blew his mind and they want to help people find this stuff. Like, it's all, and here's some of my ground rules. <laughs> I don't think that your workout should be your passion as your fitness instructor. That's not, your workout's not a passion. It's fun to work out, but that shouldn't be your passion. And this is kind of a more sticky one. Your kids are not your passion. We love our kids, and they're holy, beautiful things, but that's not, it has to be, your passion thing has to be you. Also, you don't have to share your passion with your partner, right? If, like, your, your boyfriend hunts and fishes or whatever, and you don't like that, that's cool. Don't ever down somebody for their passion, right? Even if they like a thing. But it's, it's all around you. I told you I got those things that I did just because I did something different and threw my hat in the ring. Do that. It's so available to you. Take a different class. Do something different. Uh, talk to a stranger. We have so much to offer in Traverse City. I'm actually amazed that there, there's stuff happening all week long here. Look at all these people. They all have day jobs. You know, like there's so much to get involved in. Don't sit home. I was just talking to a good friend of mine at the break. It's not going to find you in your living room, you know. Get out there and do stuff. And also, you might try some things you're passionate about that you don't like. One time I tried quilting. <laughs> and I love, I love quilts. I have a big quilt collection, but I hate quilting. <laughs> but I tried, right? Or like even try a new recipe or get a CSA or whatever. But man, we get to wake up every day. It's so beautiful to be alive and be awake. And the world's full of music and awesome people. People are so fascinating and interesting. Talk to your friends, go out and do stuff. Go outside in the woods. Get a pet. I could go on and on. But it's just right inside you. And, and, and it'll, it's so, it makes you a happy person. I think it's a component of happiness. It's doing stuff you love. It also makes you a more interesting person. Because you might end up being a kombucha brewer or a jazz musician or, have a, or a cheese maker, you know? That's it, you guys. 